Friends and professionals, forgive the delay, but we are live with another episode of the Modern Lending Podcast, Season 5, Modern Tactics. What we are talking about in Season 5, if you are just tuning in, we are talking about what is going on in this crazy market and how are amazing originators evolving their business to thrive and survive. Every down cycle, I don't care how many you've been through, every down cycle is a pivot opportunity. It is a forced evolution. You have no choice but to take on the market as it is, change your business, evolve or die. We're in it today. So today I'm being joined by Pat Cannon. Pat is an amazing originator. He's in Northbrook, Illinois. He's been originating for a long ass time. He has radio shows. He does a ton in digital and also local. And we're going to unpack what he's doing now to win, what the challenges have been as he's kind of evolved into this market, and what you can do in your business to thrive. Let's rock and roll. Thank you, dude. Good to see you, man. How are you doing? Hey, Alec. Great to see you, buddy. So I, 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 for everyone that's tuning in live, I apologize. I apologize to Pat. I got stuck in a meeting and it's shame on me for booking a podcast directly after a meeting because then I'm running from building to building. But thank you, man, for joining today. I'm, I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. I'm, I'm so excited to be here as well, Alec. Thanks for having me. So Pat, let's, let's dive in, man. How long have you been lending? I've been in the lending industry just over 20 years and just over 35 years in financial services altogether. So for, for those listeners, that's what we call a veteran. And so this guy's seen some cycles, seen some things. A few things. Um, can we just start at the beginning, though, real quick? Like, how did you get sucked into the lending industry? Like, what happened? Sure, sure. Um, just over 20 years ago, um, I had been managing an office for a mutual fund company. And um, the market was shifting on the investment side of the business. And I wanted to, rather than manage an office of salespeople, I wanted to do my own thing. And yeah. um, I knew of a few realtors. And they said, you know what, man? you'd be great as a lender. So through some discussions uh, with some uh, realtor friends of mine, uh, here I am. And um, the rest is history, as they say. Well, then, so let's get the, the real question then. Having so much experience in this crazy industry, and I know some loan officers are, are feeling this right now, what is making you stay? What has made you stay in this crazy industry? So what's making me stay is I love what I, what I do. Uh, I come from an immigrant family who came here to achieve the American dream. And every individual that I come in contact with, I feel that I'm there to help them achieve their own version of the American dream. So I, I thrive on that. I, I get a buzz every time the keys cross the, the table because I try to attend as many closings as I can. And especially with those first time home buyers and being there for them and uh, just the sheer joy that they have and, and, and getting their own piece of the American dream. See, Pat, that's I every time I talk to great originators, you know, they the core of what we do matters so much. You know, it's it's I know that some of us thrive in problem solving and we say saying that way because they come at us every five seconds. And a lot of us thrive in a lot of different areas in this lending space, but the core value of like I'm here to provide the American dream, you know, it just it just matters, man. I just I love yeah. hearing. So um, since this season is on tactics and I, and I designed this, you know, with the intent of helping loan officers out there, get ideas, get strategies, get excited. Um, let's start with kind of what I would call old school pre COVID things that helped kind of carve your career out of stone. You know, what, what were the activities that, that you did then that you're doing now? What are the tried and true kind of pillars of your origination business? So the pillars of my origination business are 
um, staying on point with uh, my realtor partners and those individual realtors that I wish to partner with. And what I mean by that is uh, not only um, uh, contacting them, but also trying to establish a face-to-face appointment on a regular basis, sitting down, finding out about them and what their business and what they're doing. And I've tried to maintain that level of activity throughout uh, my career, and that's served to be quite successful throughout the years. So let's unpack realtors for a second, because I mean, every great originator has great, like has realtors as a core component of their strategy. And so I'm, I'm in, um, but let's get more tactical. Like, how did you get realtors in the beginning? Like, how did, no one just becomes a lender and everyone's like, yeah. well, here's 10 realtors, good luck. So uh, basically any transaction that I did, uh, I always focused not only on the buyer's agent, but also on the listing agent. Yeah, it's and overlooked. try yeah. to, during the whole process, communicate with both sides of the table, so to speak. And um, basically, as we were going through the transaction, um, you know, uh, knock on wood, most of my transactions are very positive. I <laughs> engaged the listing agent throughout the process and said, hey, if you like the way we've conducted ourselves throughout this process, let's go out for a cup of coffee, grab a bite to eat, and let me share with you the tools that I have at my disposal that'll help you and your buyers down the road as well. So that was one of the initial uh, tactics that I provided. In addition, um, I like talking. As you mentioned, I've, um, I'm yes, uh, we'll on a radio there. show. And uh, I've always had uh, opportunities uh, with various real estate offices to doing lunch and learn. So that's the old school, getting no, in front of as on. many people as possible and doing yeah. lunch and learns. So so hold on. So let, let's go back to listing agents for two seconds. Yeah. Um, it's an underleveraged strategy. It's crucially important. And so what would you say to them? What would your conversations be like? Do you have any scripts? Like, how, how would you leverage them? Sure. In the, in the, yeah. Uh, so, you know, um, hey, Susie, uh, this is Pat Canone, Loan Depot. Um, I am the uh, the loan officer for the uh, uh, for the buyer of your listing. You know, mm -hmm. very simple. And uh, what I'd like to do is uh, have a conversation with you to share with you the, some of the tactics that I use in getting the transaction to the closing table. I mean, very simple because, you know, we all, many of us have the very same tools available. It's just a matter of clicking personality wise because, you know, Alec, as, as you well know, we're all in a relationship business. And the whole idea is developing that relationship with that individual and people do business with people that they know, trust throughout the transaction. And if they know that you've been communicating with them throughout the whole transaction, and this is, and they're not even my client at this point, yep. attest that that's what we're going to do for their buyers down the road as well. So I try to engage and with the tools that we have available here at Loan Depot, especially, we have that opportunity to stay on point. So yep. prior to my career here at Loan Depot, I tried to engage the listing agents throughout the whole process so that they, they knew I was a partner in this transaction with them as well. You know, it's it's so understated, Pat. I mean, I, I, so many loan officers don't take advantage of this of this whole thing, listing agents. And so thank you for sharing the script. It's so crucially important for anyone out there to have an actual strategy on how you follow up, what you say, how you set appointments, and that you just do it consistently every time. Um, so, but let's talk lunch and learns because I I I think they're back, and I love yes. I love in person lunch and learns, connection opportunity, all that stuff is amazing. But yes. people get stuck on how do I do one? What if no one comes? How do I invite a realtor? Um, what do I say? 
What's your process? Sure. So, but basically, uh, you know, I take a look at um, any of the uh, the realtors that I've done business with in the past, the listing agents, and yep. so I put together um, various talks. I mean, we it could be on renovation financing since we do uh, renovation loans here, or uh, uh, FHA is not a bad loan. Let's educate the consumer out there and and sellers out there that FHA is a great product that yes. can avail themselves to even more buyers of, for their properties. Or, um, you know, I've done uh, special presentations on first-time home buyers. I've also done, you know, in this new world, presentations to agents on how they can utilize social media themselves like and that. bringing their business to the next level because social media is a tool that we all need to embrace and utilize in today's new world. Um, you know, some of the old tactics always work, but you, we have to keep pace with what's out there today. And with people scrolling on these devices all day, we need yeah. to be where our consumers are and where our realtors are. So those well, are know, some you, of the presentations that I've done. You know, I'm going to talk about social media. So we're going sure. to get there because it's, it's, I'm, I'm, you know, I agree. Um, how did you stumble into this radio show? Let's talk about that for a few minutes. Sure. I find it fascinating. Yeah. About three and a half years ago, um, one of my business connections on LinkedIn had given my name to um, the radio host of um, this radio station, AM560 Real Estate Revealed program. And they, 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 I guess they put out an all call that they were looking for a loan officer. Yes. So this individual gave out my name, said, I know Pat, you know, he'd do great on the show. So I made contact with him. I was actually visiting my son in DC at the time. Yeah. And I said, sure, I'll come and, uh, you know, listen and hear you out. And, um, yeah, the rest is history. I mean, as a as a kid growing up in the Chicagoland area, I grew up with uh, this was the old call letters W I N D, old rock and roll station. So it was to me, it's it was very cool. But it's very cool to um, have that opportunity as a, a bullhorn to expose myself to even more individuals out there. And um, let I just have to ask, you know, did you ever feel uncomfortable? Was it awkward? You know, it feels like a lot of pressure. To, it, to get on a radio show. Uh, to be quite honest, yes. Initially, it is quite awkward, especially when you know it's live and you're streaming across all, you know, yeah. uh, all across uh, uh, America, actually, right now because of the internet. And uh, so it it was quite daunting at first. But as with anything, and what you've shared with me, uh, Alec, because Alec and I have worked together now for the better part of a year as well on some tactics, the more you do something, the more you place yourself out into something that's uncomfortable, the better you'll get and the more comfortable you get. You know, as you've pointed out, when you're out there working out, you know, it's going to be tough at first. It's good. It your muscles are going to hurt. But the yes. more you utilize those muscles and uh, the more comfortable you're going to be and the better you're going to be longer term. Um, and, you know, and I've, I found and, you know, I've spoken to others who witnessed my progression and said, hey, man, you've really progressed from where you were three years ago to where you are today. You know, Pat, that's such a great testament of just putting in the reps and getting better. Uh, I love hearing that. I love I love that you're getting the feedback. Um, do you get much business from there or is it brand recognition or what What, what do you what, what's your benefit? Yeah. So it, it's a combination of both. I get brand recognition. But in addition, I have gotten uh, individuals that have uh, reached out to me directly and uh, also um you know, I've utilized my Google page as well. So yes. whenever folks, uh, you know, whenever I do the, uh, the broadcast, I always bring up where they can find me and so on. And uh, so all three, it's been uh, 
uh, building up my brand as well as through some of the other sources that they've come to me. So um, before we get to social, Pat, do you what do you do with past customers? You know, it's always, and let me frame this up a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, past customers um, are, are obviously thought of as a gold mine. They're, they're yeah. thought of as, you know, a referral bank. Um, but in my history in this business and talking to lots of loan officers and being a loan officer for a long, long time, you know, they, they are under leverage sometimes. They're, they're ignored. They're left in the dust. Um, what's been your strategy with them? What do you found useful and, and working? Um, what I find that's been quite useful is uh, going back old school. And what oh, I mean I by that this. is uh, uh, regular monthly mailings or every other month. Nice. So a simple postcard, you know, okay. thanking them for their past patronage, their past yep. business. Um, this past spring, I sent out uh, uh, seeds to all of my customers, uh, spring flowering seeds. Yes, I've I love that. Gum. I've sent out... Uh, uh, umbrellas to some of my customers. So just trying to be and stay front of mind. So I utilize that as a an opportunity to say, hey, you know, I'm here when you're ready. Let's uh, reconnect. Also, beyond that, I have a strategy uh, to try to contact all of my buyers on a regular basis. So I have them on a revolving schedule where I'll try to touch base with them at least uh, twice a year with a phone call. And, you know, mind you, many individuals don't answer the phone these days, but at the very least, they've heard from me. I tell them, you know, when if they know of anyone, reach back out to me and, um, you know, we go from there. But I think old school and people that are missing the boat, you, you know, not many people get personalized information anymore in the mail. So we try to do it on a personalized basis. Also sending out thank you cards and things of that nature. Um, needs to be part of the whole well-rounded plan for an individual today. You know, um, let's, let's stay on this topic for a few seconds because I think it's so important. Uh, you made a really succinct comment that uh, people are going to miss, which is personalized physical mailers that show up at their house are are just undervalued and by yes. loan officers and, and missed. And I, I 100% agree. The, the fact that we can send something to somebody that we have a relationship with that we did a loan for that you took care of and that they can get it. Um, I learned this from Steve Sims back in the day. He said, uh, grab an envelope and I don't have one near me, but I, you know, I got, you know, he picked the envelope up and he said, I want you to open it with one hand and you can't No, like you can't open it with one hand. You have to bite it, you know, like, yeah. And so his whole point was when somebody gets something in the mail from you, it's a two handed full attention moment. They can't be holding their phone. They're not looking at a screen. They're not checking 17 emails. They have a physical thing they're touching in front of them that they have to give their full attention to to open. And, you know, that triggered a little aha moment in me. And it's something that you just showcased. Spending a little bit of time and a little bit of money sending something thoughtful, intentional, and personal, even if it's simple as a piece of bubble gum or seeds to plant. Yep. That. Um, do, do people call you? Do they respond to this? They sure do. Yeah. Tell me yeah. about some, what do you remember? Yeah. What's the experiences? Uh, you know, uh, you know, some have chuckled. Hey, thanks for the uh, the uh, the seeds. We'll make sure to uh, plant them. I had a you know a little fun <laughs> saying in there. Uh, yeah, the bubble gum. I sent out lemonade uh, during the summer to uh, uh, you know cool. Uh, yes. ha, you know, when they're having this cool lemonade, think of me. Just silly things. Um, I again, I've tried not to be overly serious all the time and yeah. doing fun things like this. It just you know, triggers people's memories, you know, about the whole process of when we were working together, because 
when you're working together with a buyer, sometimes it's a three to six month process from the time you initially make contact with that individual. And you're on top of that individual on so regularly that they've established a relationship with you. And what you want to do with these methodology, with this methodology is this is allow, allows them to stay front of mind again with you. It's so, so good. And it's just, it's so simple. Um, but it's such a great reminder of like, you have this opportunity. What are you going to do with it? You're going to send them right. a drip email or you're going to send them something that matters and take a few minutes of time. Um, yeah. and, and stay it, top. Of mind. And it doesn't have to be anything fancy. I, I, uh, um, one of my uh, colleagues uh, sends out a, uh, he calls it a Superman letter. He just puts together a, a little letter that, uh, you know, engages the customer as far as, you know, some of his successes and so on, whether it's in his personal life or business life, and just sends that out there. He just puts himself out there on a regular basis. So let's talk social media for a little bit. Sure. Um, obviously, just like me, Pat, you know, we, we originated and existed in a world pre-social. You know, yeah. we were out there driving around with, you know, blackberries and trying to figure out how we, how life worked. So for all you young kids, you know, it was hard. We didn't yeah. know what was going on. Um, but what, what has been your social strategy? What, how has it evolved? What, what do you see your space as there? What have been your results? Let's unpack this for a sure. minute. Sure. Sure. So, um, I, much like everyone else, I just started with a, a Facebook account, graduated to LinkedIn. And would just post on occasion, wasn't getting any true engagement. Um, yep. About 14, 15 months ago, um, I um, put together through actually your assistance, Alec, um, various video uh, content and uh, and various campaigns. Yeah. And one of the things that you taught me and you taught us during that class was in batching together our various campaigns. And you did so in a fashion where you gave us an assignment to put together 63 videos I over that. a one week period. Yep. And that was the best thing that you ever did for me. Oh, and what cool. I mean by that is what you, you took me out of my comfort zone element where I'm, I'm a planner. I've got to have everything planned out. And what that did for me was for, to allowed me to think even more so uh, off the cuff, and put together these videos in rapid fire fashion. And uh, it allowed me to have so much content so that when I put out the uh, campaigns, now I had something going out regularly every three days. Yes. And we had campaigns with a purpose. And with a purpose, what I mean with that was not only were we trying to, or I was trying to educate the consumer, for, whether it was VA, FHA, renovation, financing, ref, uh, refis, or whatever it was, but we were also having a call to action with each of these pieces of content. Beyond that, I uh, that gave me the courage to finally put together a podcast, <laughs> which is called Lend Me Your Ear. Yes, uh, and, I, um, and what I'm doing with the podcast is getting either industry professionals or others, other individuals that I think are of interest to our overall community. Yes. Um, so with this, and then throughout this process of being so active on social media, we've learned that vertical videos are the way to go. So now I'm putting together vertical video contents and taking together some of this long form videos that we're putting out and cutting them up so that we have even more content that's going out to the uh, general public. And the, con the 
the confirmation that what you're doing is making uh, some impact is that I went to a wedding not too long ago and these were friends of friends of friends. They came up to me and they said, Pat, I see you everywhere. Yeah. And th that's the goal. And that's, baby. that's the goal. That's the goal. Well, so, so let's, let's unpack this some more. So sure. you started making video. You started, when, when did your podcast officially start? My when podcast did, officially started uh, this past October. October. Okay. Yeah. So it's a good chunk of time now. Yeah. And um, what was the initial, what was your personal initial like hurdles with any of this stuff that you had to overcome? Cause I know some people out there, I, and this is why I'm asking this question. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people who see that they need to do something on social, something. They got to do something. Yeah. I got to do something. And then, you know, you start, well, what is it? And then you're like, well, it's probably video. And you start turning, and, you know, it gets all these things. What, what did you have to deal with? What was your, what did you get through to, to get into the space sure. right now? Um, just getting over myself and being self conscious. Oh, that's um, a good point. You know, it's, uh, you know, many of us have that, um, you know, they don't, you know, don't like the way they look, don't like the way you sound. I got over that. I mean, it's like, uh, I'm not going to please everyone. This is who I am. And once I, I got comfortable with myself, I was comfortable in putting it out there. Um, and I try to put my guests at ease, especially if it's um, uh, a realtor partner who don't do what I've been doing on a regular basis and tell them, hey, all we're doing is we're friends here. We're having a conversation. It's just yep. you and I having a conversation yep. that we are just going to broadcast out there. So it's you and I having a conversation. Don't think and overthink things. And, uh, you know, once I got over that, it became much, much easier. And it's it's fun. I, I get a rush out of doing it. It's fun. I've got a new project that I'm working on with uh, several of my realtor partners. I'm calling it uh, Agent Spotlight, where we're going Ooh. to each individual neighborhoods because the Chicagoland area, which I um, uh, market to, yeah. is so diverse. Every yeah. single neighborhood, every single town has its own unique demographic, its own unique uh, um, um, style of doing business. 100%. And so I've done uh, uh, one with uh, one of my agents in St. Charles, Illinois. Yesterday, I just put together, which we're broadcasting tomorrow in North Aurora. And I've got these scheduled over the next several weeks to promote these various areas, but also help promote the agent who I'm um, keying in on and helping them develop their business as well. So I love this concept and I want to go spend a few minutes on it. This is so great. And any loan officer can do this that has some, you know. Absolutely. So you you decided to call this an agent spotlight. You're grabbing an agent. Right. And then you're going to go into a community and spotlight different aspects of it. And did I get that right? Different aspects of the community as well as what's happening in the real estate market in that community right now. Okay. And then obviously you're going to share it. I'm sure the agent's going to share it to their Absolutely. network. And so how did you come up with this idea? Uh, I was looking uh, on social and seeing what other people were doing. And I thought... Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I, I didn't know you were going to say that, Pat, but I loved I Steal like an artist. It's, oh, it's such a great moment for anybody listening. Just pay attention. Like, you don't have to come up with genius ideas. This, what Pat's doing is a genius idea. Okay. And I'm going to, we're going to go deeper on it, but let's like hit the high notes. Like, he gets to spend time with an agent. He gets to go highlight the stuff, some properties. He's obviously seen as the mortgage expert. The agent's going to share it with their community, which is going to be more access to like exposure for Pat. It's a genius idea. And you saw somebody else doing something similar. That's, 
Yeah. So great. How, yeah. how do you pick the agents? Uh, smile and dial, you know, yeah. uh, basically agents that I know. And I just uh, give them a call, ask how they're doing, tell them this is what I'm doing with some of my other uh, friends. Uh, I was just wondering if you'd like to have a conversation and see if this is something that you'd like to do as well. It's very non-threatening. I honestly, you know, and I know it's going. somebody's going to say no at some point. No one has said no yet. <laughs> and these aren't agents that work with you today. They're just, they're just agents in the market. Uh, some are agents that don't work with me currently. And some are some agents that have worked with me, but it's a combination of both. So, so I'm just going to ask a rhetorical question to the audience. Would you like to go spend time with an, a, a new agent and market with them and collaborate with them and start building a relationship with them for free? Yeah. Like, hello. It's Pat, it's amazing. Like I, I, it's such a simple idea and I love it so much. And so I'm just highlighting it because I just, it's it's gold. And have you filmed any yet, you said? Yeah, we've filmed three so far. And I've got another one scheduled a week from Saturday. Because um, uh, we I like to do them, uh, at least initially, side by side. Where, we, you know, I bring my uh, my equipment uh, with me, have uh, yeah. camera and light. Uh, and yeah. I, I go to their offices or, you know, just make sure that we have a good connection. And then uh, we go on live side by side. For those folks that uh, we can't arrange that face-to-face, you know, I use StreamYard uh, like we're doing today. Yeah, but just just gold. So in the few that you've done already, um, what's been the result? Like what's happened? You've posted it, they posted it. Just fill us in. Yeah. So, you know, there have been uh, it, highlighting that agent. You know, it's getting a lot of engagement through their social media contacts. And so we're getting positive uh, feedback. Uh, you know, one of my agents that posted... Uh, Yesterday, oh man, you you looked uh, her. You look fantastic. So it uh, it's validating what the agent is doing, and um, you know, and hopefully cementing in folks' mind that you know contact this agent when it's time to buy or sell. It's great, so, you know, and that and that's what I say. I mean, and that is honestly my goal to promote them. I tell them this twenty minutes or however long we spend is your time. I'm going to yeah. ask you a series of questions, but I want it to be your time. Yeah. Absolute gold. Um, all right, let, let me let me go back a little bit. I got too excited on that topic. <laughs> it's just so good, Pat. Like, it costs you nothing but time yeah. and attention. Yeah. And it's so much easier than a cold call of like, can I take you to lunch and tell you how great Lone Depot is? Which you know, it's like, okay, you know, maybe. Um, I just, it's fantastic, and I guarantee their existing lending partner isn't doing that. So well done, dude. Um, Let's go back to the results of your experience with social and posting, you know, the frequency you've been posting mm -hmm. and all this stuff. Um, you mentioned that you've gotten feedback that people are like, you know, you're ubiquitous, Pat, I see you everywhere. Yeah. You know, let, let's go a little deeper on the results. Like what, what, have, what, what have been some either, you know, what, what's, what, what else has happened? Um, so, you know, I, I have gotten business out of it. Uh, individuals have uh, direct messaged me and uh, said, Hey, Pat, you know, I'm, I'm uh, thinking of, well, when rates were lower, I'm thinking of refinancing. And so I've gotten engagement that way. I've also had referrals from that and also um, some new realtor relationships through that. Because, uh, you know, one of the things that I was doing beyond um, posting the videos was also um, uh, strengthening my uh, intent of of uh, developing and trying to develop relationships further by 
yeah. um, being more active and responding to folks and being more engaging and posting on individuals' social media sites as well. So it's not only about the content that you're producing, but yeah. you have to be out there genuinely wanting to be this individual's friend. I mean, it, if it's called social media, you have to be social. And oh. uh, being in the background and just simply liking or uh, something is not engagement. True engagement is saying, hey, Alec, that's fantastic uh, that your son won the, uh, you know, the soccer tournament. Kudos to your boy or whatever it is. You know, it's just, uh, you know, being and, and being genuine about it. Not, yes. you know, and it, because people will see through if you're not genuine. So being being the person you want others to be for you, basically. So, Pat, I got to highlight this because I just I just made a video on this topic and posted it because I, I we are all guilty of this. You know, and this is a great comment for everyone to hear about Pat. So posting your own content is hugely important. Having your voice in the social media ecosystem is hugely important. And you hear Pat's comment, like it has provided rocket fuel, it's increased connections, it's helped his brand, it's helped give him deals. But the power of social is the two-way street that Pat just said. And, you know, I, I love that you recognize it, Pat, the ability to comment on other people's stuff, the ability, first of all, the fact that you have the freedom and the access to do that is unbelievable. Like that human beings today, you, any of us can go onto social, find our past customer, find a realtor and just say hi when they could be in wherever they're at in their life, thousands of miles away, whatever it yep. is. And it, it's like open access is unbelievable. So how has this, how has this changed your business or added to it? The social stuff? It's, it's, it's added to it. Um, it's, um, it's given me even more confidence about staying relevant in today's society yeah. Um, knowing that this is the means where most consumers right now uh, get their information and put together their strategy for what they're going to do next. And sometimes the path of least resistance for folks are is based on what they see on in social media. So a friend of a friend mm -hmm. recommends me. They see me. People today will look you up on Google yep. or on social media. And if they find the content out there, you know, I, I find that it's basically it, it's a tool that helps in cementing that relationship in today's world. Um, you don't want to be in the background. You have to be in the foreground. You have to be out there and putting yourself out there is key. And um, yeah, and getting out of your comfort zone. So anybody who, who's come to me and saying, you know, what can I do? I, it's just it's a matter of just getting out of your comfort zone because you may not see the results immediately. Yeah. Um, you know, especially in the market that we're in. Oh, yeah. I do know that as I continue to do this, when the market pivots, we're, you know, it's going to pay off in droves yes. based on, you know, what I'm already seeing. You know, Pat, I say this a lot and you just articulated it well. You know, this is a seed planting market. Yeah. Seed planting market. And I know that for us, instant gratification whores, that bothers us because we're like, well, I'm not getting the result. And, and it's the same with what, what, listen to what Pat said about social and all this stuff and video. It, it's not, you don't go viral. I mean, maybe no. someone does, but you know, the, the game is connection. The game is brand building. It's, it's foundation building. It's brick by brick. Um, you know, so Pat, as we kind of, you know, look, look to the tail end of this podcast here, I have a few questions though that I want you to hit on. Sure. Um, did you have any breakthrough moments in your career that stand out to you when something clicked or something happened that really helped you know, launch into a new phase of your career that you can recall? Yeah. A uh, breakthrough moment I had was back in 2014. 
Okay. I attended a conference uh, with uh, um, for a um, uh, mortgage marketing group out yep. there. I won't name names, but uh, that was my aha moment where it was basically having a daily success plan. So oh, in other know. words, I know what I'm going to do on a daily basis, who, you know, who I'm going to contact yep. and, uh, you know, making sure that I contact realtor partners that I want to work with, those that I'm already working with, contacting customers on a regular basis, yep. making sure my thank you cards are put together, making sure that I wish my customers a happy birthday, being one of the first to do so, something very simple as that. Um, having a daily routine for myself in order to uh, be at my best, I have to stay healthy, which means uh, exercising and meditating yep. and things like that. So um, that aha moment in 2014, it was December of 2014, market was off that year a little bit. Yep. And uh, I went down to Tampa and um, I, it propelled my business to different heights. And, you know, the irony of all of this, as we all know, Alec, any of us that have been in the business for any length of time, it ain't rocket science. It isn't anything that was brand new. It was just the way it was presented. And maybe that was what the moment that I needed to hear all of this, that, you know, you can start from this point and just do things methodically on a daily basis, block time block and do things like that. And um, that was the moment for me. You know, I love that. And and before I get to my final questions, I just want to spend a minute on it because, you know, I think many of us have had with these unlocks in our moments of, you know, when the world unlocks for us, because to your comment, Pat, it wasn't anything you hadn't heard before. No. It just, it just, for some reason, you were ready to accept it and to, and to change a behavior or to un unleash some component of yourself. And it's just, it's really cool when that happens. Um, well, let, let's spend a few minutes here, Pat. You know, this is a hard year. Last yeah. year was a hard year. You know, a lot of people are hoping that a white knight rides in and saves us, which, you know, I think all of us would take, but we <laughs> just can't sit around being like, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's, we're going to have this boom. It's going to save our ass. You know, we, we got to pick ourselves up a little bit. Um, what would be your advice to originators facing this market? You know, you've had plenty of your career now to, to, to navigate down cycles, to understand what's happening. What's some advice you have for originators staring down the barrel of 2023 going, is this going to get better? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we, while no one has that crystal ball, we all know that at some point it will get better. So what I encourage anyone and, you know, myself included is to stay as positive as possible. Yeah. When talking to a client, when talking yeah. to a realtor partner, to whomever you're you're talking to, to stay positive. They're they're looking for you for guidance. And if you are dour and down, that's going to come across. So I I in engagement with any of my uh pre-approved borrowers right now, yep. just encourage them that their time is going to come to stay on top and make sure that um they know that they've got somebody on their side throughout the whole process. As far as my realtor partners and uh, uh, individuals that uh, I'm trying to partner with, it's the same, you know, realizing that in order to um, stay positive, you just have a daily routine, do the things that other people aren't doing. So for realtor partners, it may be door knocking like they used to do. Um, for loan officers like myself, it may be going out on open houses. I mean, it had been years since I had done open houses. And during COVID, I started doing open houses again and going and engaging with pub with the public. And 
almost invariably I've developed and gotten business from those activities. So a long-winded answer to your question, it's really, it is about staying positive. It's putting together a positive mindset and knowing that this too shall pass. We're going to get through this. Um, you know, it, it, I, as you've mentioned, I've gone through a few of these ups and downs and we know that what, what goes down will come back up again. That's right. By the way, Jordan's hanging out with us too. So good to see yes. you. Yep. Love the hey, content. Jordan. Um, Pat, what advice do you have for somebody that is going to get serious about content and start playing in social? Okay. Don't overthink it. One of the first things to do is to put together uh, some ideas. So if you're a realtor, it could be just simply going through a house and uh, showing, uh, showcasing the house with a Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. For uh, myself as a lender or any lender out there, it's just simply putting together a, a campaign strategy, mm -hmm. 10 videos on uh, how FHA financing can help you and put the, these no more than a minute or so. You don't want too much uh, on, uh, content on these small, short videos and nope. put them out on a three-week basis. I mean, yep. uh, yeah, three-week basis. Beyond that, establish a criteria and put it out to your community. Hey, um, Facebook friends, LinkedIn friends, I'm trying to help 12 new buyers finance their next home with FHA or conventional financing. Can you help me? accomplish that particular goal by sharing these videos with people that you know out there. Yep. Simple as that. So I think it's just getting out of your comfort zone, putting together some videos, you know, simply engaging with folks on social media, not just simply liking, but actually engaging with folks uh, out there. And you're going to find maybe not initially, but in time, it's going to pay off. Dude, Pat, it's so true. It's, it's just, it's, it's great advice, dude. Any final words for originators out there? Again, this is this this whole my whole series is on tactics and strategies that you would give anybody. You got positivity. You got you know don't overthink the social. You know what else do you got for everybody? For everyone, again, going back old school, time block a couple hours a day or three days a week where all you're going to do get away from all devices. You're going to get back on the phone and start contacting people on a regular basis. Simple as that. You say you don't have time to uh, engage in so with social media. I'm an early bird. I get up at five in the morning, but you know, let's say it's seven or seven to seven thirty. Do your engagement seven to seven thirty in the morning before everybody else gets up. It's just being out there, being intentional, doing it on a regular basis. I mean, it it literally is not rocket science. I know I've used that term over and over again, but it's just put together a plan. I have something right here. I just put something together on a regular yes. basis Great. and just do it. It's, it's that easy. And, you know, and, and stay positive. Basically it's not, you know, it's not going to always be like this. You know, Pat, what I love about your comment, and I'm going to, I'm going to share this more frequently because uh, and I love that we're ending with this kind of comment because it's just such a groundbreaking thing. You know, when I asked you, you know, stay positive, you know, blah, blah, last piece of content. And you go make contact with people. Mm -hmm. um, That's it. it. It's that we don't need to overcomplicate our business, no. my friends. Call and notice Pat didn't say make a video. And I, and, and we're both like, this guy's very on social. I'm on social all the time. And I agree with Pat's comment. Like I will echo this. The first thing is like, how do I get more business? And he's like, well, don't, don't, don't make a video. You can do that too, but pick up the phone and call a human being. Yeah. 
that that's probably the best advice anybody could make looking down the barrel of 2023 and what they're going to do this year. You want to change your life, pick up the phone and make human contact. You know, Pat, thank you for, for just downloading today. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, dude. I, I love what you do on social. I love the positivity you bring. And I think that that's a great piece of feedback you delivered to everybody will stay positive because you can see it in your attitude, in your content. And, you know, and I'm, I'm obsessed with this, take a realtor out and showcase the agent spotlight thing. I, I yeah. think that you just, that's a gold mine. Um, so thank you, dude, for spending time with us today. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, Alec. All right, everybody, all the listeners out there, we'll see you next time on the Model Ending Podcast. And until then, we'll see you on the internet. Take care. Take care.